And the best way to do it is to talk about it. They might learn enough of what they wanted to go on and do what they want to go and do. As an accountant, what the value might have been at that point in time, I'm saying of, of, of a value that's selling something at a price that gives me money in the back poker. In the room, 52 Jokers Wild. So we've been uh, recording. We're now up to number 48 of our little shows. And I've been editing the last few, the last few days and getting a few bits of inspiration with the backgrounds that we should be using and trying a few other ideas, which have been quite, quite interesting. So I thought that maybe today we should talk about inspiration because we, we seem to have covered quite a bit of ground with the subjects that we've been talking about. And we seem to be inspired every time we do one of these little episodes. So let's see where this one takes us and where we end up and where we end up going to. So are you inspired, Garvin? And where do you get your inspiration? I'm off. I'm off. Here he goes. I'm uh, lost. In, I, I just got I'm off. Right, I'm, out, I'm out of track. I'm out of track. <laughs> Excuse me. Inspired to be admired is in my head for some reason and and i want we want do we want to be admired and this is coming back to our content we're trying to get some content what what are we doing what is it what is this what are we doing we're generating content you know what is content it's it's Content is something. It's a story. It's it's contained. It's something is contained. You know, I mean, I, mean, I don't even. Know, I'm not too sure if that's the case. But we're creating content, and the oh, in their case, it's maybe micro little stories of something. We're trying to inform, educate, entertain, p- promote, brand, potentially sell somewhere in this content, or maybe it's just a story. The story of us. We've 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 a show to that effect. And inspiration, the whole journey, if you went back in time at the beginning of the year and you said, what are you going to do? I don't think I would have actually come up with this. I couldn't, I wouldn't have had the inspiration at that point in time to say what it is and what it potentially looks like and what it actually might contain. Now, we've gone a little bit of, for the last 40 weeks, improv. We've literally gone improv on 40-something shows. Well, no, to, a, to a certain extent, of we know we, we can be inspired by a word, a moment, a comment. It'll send us off on one, is a term I keep on using, as George might say. I go off on one, on, and that means off on a rant. A rant that has been inspired by a comment as a result of a conversation, and it it was a trigger. So, and why are you doing that? And why are we capturing it? And I think I want to be inspired to generate content to be admired. Now, not at the admiration. It doesn't mean to be an affirmation. I mean it in the context of someone actually gets to see it, gets to hear it, gets to consume it, gets to understand it, gets to a position they can have an opinion on it, yay or nay. And, and then it means we've we've achieved what it was we were trying to do. We've got in front of somebody. We generated something that got to an audience that we interacted with in some way or form that they then interact said it like more of the same or what are you at stop that rubbish and and stop using up my time so i'm inspired to be admired and that's where i'm starting back to you well i think because it, it's all back to motivation cause and effect and all that kind of stuff one of the things that's quite interesting is i've spent the last 30 odd years making little films stuff for the bbc and uh 
various other channels and things. Uh, and one of the little films that was was made suddenly after 26 years, it was on YouTube and after being there for about two or three years, suddenly took off and had a couple of million people watch it. And you kind of go, oh, right. And at that moment, that program inspired all those people to want to watch. And it happened to be in line with what whatever was in their head at that particular point in time drew them to that particular program and they took flight and it just took off. And I know that, um, you know, we could have the same kind of thing. I, I've been talking to a few people about what we're doing with these shows and we're not getting that negativity that you sometimes think you're going to get, which is, you know, you kind of go, oh, I can't put myself out there. I'm going to look really silly and people are going to look at me and they're going to think, and you kind of go, no, 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 that's not what this is all about. I, I, I've been a lecturer for, for a period of time. And uh, what I began to realize was that the reason why the people were there was because they wanted to learn something from me. They They had a need. Their need was that I had information, and if I could get that information out of my head, and the best way to do it is to talk about it, they might learn enough of what they wanted to go on and do what they want to go and do. And I think that becomes quite important. Now, I know, as I mentioned just a few moments ago, that I've been talking to a few folk, and they've actually been saying, oh, yes, I'm watching your show because I'm actually finding it very useful, especially because of the position I'm in at the moment and what I'm trying to do. You know, some people have problems and they're trying to solve those problems and find solutions. And what they're finding is that we're giving them little tidbits to get them going. And, oh, right, I didn't think about that. Well, let's try that out. And it's about building up their confidence because I know there's people in our age group who have have had a job all lifelong or they've they've done something which meant they haven't to do you know go out and and sell themselves and now all of a sudden they've got to this age and the precariousness of what's going on all around us has meant they've found themselves in a position where they need to find a way of generating an income and now they're experimenting now they're trying now they're getting inspiration to do the things that they never thought they would do before and they're getting the courage to move forward and i think that's really what we're trying to do in these particular shows there there are things that we've been wanting to do but never really had the confidence to actually put in practice and now we've done 48 this is number 48 and this is where we are now you've made me look you've made me look bad you ask me first and i go I want to be inspired to be admired. Oh, look at me. Look how great I am. I'm up here in co-host podcast land or vlogcast land, and I, I'm doing it. It's ours. We own it. We can say what we want within reason, of course. It's our our stage. It's And that's what we said. We won't ask permission of someone else. We'll build our own stage. We'll create or we'll find our own voice. We'll get will we'll hopefully create an audience and the audience of one or two will be fine for the moment and extend out a little further to the likes of family and friends that will put up with it long enough and we not actually we actually agreed at an earlier date that it's going to be the hardest audience should be family and friends they'll put up for a bit they'll get they'll they'll, they'll let you have a little bit but they're not going to keep on coming back for more unless they're inspired a little bit to do so to keep on maybe coming back to slag you again because you're giving them giving them ammunition i actually just mentioned to the wife not there 20 minutes ago that you know i had a chat with george just before like just before i chatted to her and said it's going to take someone 
30 hours of their life now just to catch up with whatever rubbish we're coming up with, just <laughs> to see what it is we've said in the last year uh, in terms of that number of shows of 35 minutes of time by X and go, uh, and if we want to go in and find some value in it ourselves, we've got to look at this rubbish for 35 hours to even be in a position to find a little nugget of something else. So it's that volume. And I, I, I could not come up with that after, or that that goal at the beginning of this year to say we want 50 hours or something or 40 hours or something by the end of the year in lockdown of potential value and, and, and now if you ask me as an accountant what the value might have been at that point in time I'm saying of, of, of a value that's selling something at a price that gives me money in the back poker now after the fact what's the affirmation I'd like now if I could go back in time and do a George on it and go how nice that was the little saying he just said it's how what's the best form of adoration is to an affirmation is actually to inspire others potentially with what you're doing and that's what we we were chatting about earlier on we said what are we actually doing what we're doing is trying to show an example of two old lads trying to figure things out in a social media world with a multitude of complex platforms that we're not the experts in and see if we can make our way through it a bit can we generate something of interest? Can we brand and get visibility? Now, we're not saying we're successful in any of the above yet, but we're successfully turning up. There's no blank sheets. We're there. We're there day in and out. We've got something to say. We have a voice. We're dressing up. I've got a clean shirt on. We're, I, got, I, I was trying to get my hair cut before this one, but I just couldn't find the, the actual, the actual uh, for all intents and purposes. But we want to turn up. We want to dress up. We want to say something that might actually be consumed in the manner of the content that gets consumed is something inspiring to inspire someone to get out of a rush to do something different to start something again to not be afraid to know they have a friend in us to go on a journey with us whether it be past present or future that it's okay and it doesn't matter if we succeed because we don't know what the success actually is. The success is in the starting. The success is engaging with the process. The success is to keep on getting up and doing. And it's it, the success is the fact that if we can, you can. And let us know, you know, if we can help. That's what we want to do. We'll do a show on it. We'll have a conversation about it. And we'll use examples from our own history and, and family and friends and, and the world at large and information we might have been exposed to. If we can help ourselves, we can help you. If we can help you, we can help ourselves. And I'm inspired to keep on doing this and keep on getting up and hopefully doing with this with George till till I kill him effectively because he just doesn't know it yet. Well, one of, one of the great things about what we're doing is that this is a conversation, and the only the best way to have a conversation is with two people. That's, the, that's why Garvin's at one end and I'm at the other end, and we're having this conversation. Because one of the biggest problems that a lot of people are feeling at the moment is they're feeling lonely. They're feeling on their own. They're feeling disconnected from the things that they used to be part of, where they used to go out and feel as though they're part of some kind of social group. And now with all the different lockdowns in different places – we can't go very far. You know, we can go so far if we want to go out for a bit of exercise, but we're not allowed to mix with other people. And there lies the problem because most 
of us like to have a good conversation. Doesn't have to be about anything, doesn't have to be about solving a problem, but the exercise of actually talking is actually really good for us because it gets us all going and we can feel that we can face the world and do all sorts of things. I was down in the chemist earlier on today and I've got a little video from my son showing me uh, the grandson standing up in his cot and kind of going, Google, tell us a joke. <laughs> I'm kind of going, he's already, this This is like, you know, Scotty on the Enterprise going, computer, tell me a joke. And I'm kind of going, oh my goodness, this is a 19-month-old child asking the computer to tell a joke. And then it giggles when it hears the joke, whatever the joke is. And I, I thought, well, this is fabulous. He's already learning. He's got four or five words now pieced together into a sentence. And he's having a little conversation with his dad and having a bit of fun. These conversations are really important because I know that some people have been listening to what we've been saying. And as I said earlier on, they're feeling inspired. They're feeling a bit more motivated. They feel that they can take on challenges that they didn't think they could do before that they had fears about. And that's really all, it's, all it is. Trying to encourage people to do something and not to be frightened of the things that they thought they couldn't do. Uh, I'm I'm exploring, we're exploring this. I'm exploring how to do music and the keyboards, uh, messing around hopefully fairly soon with a, a little synthesizer. I've recently also had a crack at uh, airbrushing, which I wanted to do for about 20, 30 years and never got the chance to do. And now I'm actually out there doing stuff, doing a little bit of carpentry, all kinds of things, things that you never, I like I cabled the, the, the log cabin so that I wasn't just using Wi-Fi that was getting down to next to nothing. I actually rigged the cable up so it's connected to the house, connected to the router. And now I can have really good conversations with Garvin because I'm not slowing down and the internet's disrupted and all kinds of crazy stuff. I'm just exploring things I never thought I could do before. So I'm having a lot more fun because I feel empowered that I can do things that I never thought I could do before. And I think that's really what this is doing because I, I know... I know Garvin was actually just saying there, all oh, the rubbish that we're talking about, but I've actually been listening to some of what we've been talking about, especially what Garvin's doing, because during these conversations, we hear so much and we try to listen, we take on board a lot of what we're saying. But when I've listened back, maybe a couple of weeks later, some of the nuggets that I'm getting out of Garvin is unbelievable. I'm kind of going, oh, wow, right, I'm going to do a bit of research on that. Just check it out. Yeah, wow. That's inspiring me to go and look and do that research, which I think is really good. It means that we're acting in the now. We're not, you know, wallowing in all kinds of false memories and the crazy things and all that kind of stuff. We one of the things that Garvin used to talk about quite a bit was the um, the silo and how we need to get out of the silo. And then all of a sudden, with the lockdowns, we were being forced into those silos. So in a way, what we have to do is try and review the way we look at what a silo actually is and try and find another way to get out of that silo. If we physically can't get out of the physical location we're in, then what we have to do is find a way of mentally getting out of that silo by looking for new challenges to explore, to see what we can do to improve our minds and improve our well-being. And I think that's a great thing to be to be considering. And that's been inspired by doing this conversation with Garvin. <laughs> I, I, don't, I should have been timing that. I was going, I got, watch this. Is that five minutes? Is there any breaths in there? Is George, is George turning into me? Am I turning into George? We said at the very beginning, that was the goal. The goal is I'm quite, well, I'm an, in, an extroverted introvert. I am loud, 
I'm a fast talk, fast talking, loud individual. I, I trip up over myself with the speed. I'm trying to get these words out. I don't know what I'm going to say until I've, until I've said it. Actually, I'll say seven sentences just to get up the speed to arrive at it, what it, what it is I'm actually trying to say. Hence, it never looks like I'm answering a question, but I am. It's just when and where. But have I lost you earlier on? You'd missed the answer, but I'm trying to entertain you till I get to it. Yeah. But that aside, George, was a short sentence. Garvin was a long sentence. The goal for George at the beginning of the year was, I want, he pretty much said it as a goal, it was nearly written down on a white sheet somewhere, equal airtime. It's not the Garvin show, and, and George is, is the editor. It's, it's, we are equal. Now, we'll have to find, now, it's all very well saying that, but if someone's quiet and shy and introverted and the other is extroverted and loud, then the natural go-to at the, at the beginning is, I will take up space where there is space. I will, I, I, I abhor a silence. So I will fill it because I think, I, I don't, I just sublimely am doing it. I'm filling silence with noise, not with necessarily good content. I'm hoping now there's, when I'm filling the silence, it's with something of interest, of entertainment, and, uh, and maybe it's it's entertaining till George pushes back in. Now it's up to, now he actually pushed me out for a good seven, eight minutes there. I don't know what happened, but, I was going, when is he going to run out of steam? He's got an awful lot to say. He's in a very, very, very opinionated. Not opinionated, but in the sense of it's joining all the dots from all the various silos throughout the year, from listening to vice, to opinion, to fear, to growth, to transformation. They all join. They're all one and the same thing. Balance, weight. We're, that we were saying, that's what we were saying. We need to have a weighted show. A conversation is to people at the minimum. Equal airtime means I listen to you, you listen to me. It's not all about me, which I am a big personality that if I'm talking, making noise, it's all about me. That's all it's for. Well, this is my life. You're just part of it. You're just, you're just in coming in and out of the, of the, of the, of the screen. But I'm there. I'm, I'm, I am the Truman Show 100% on. I am always on in shot and that's how I see my world my universe but going back to a little comment of the past it was a conversation is two people a conversation if you can do it right is actually the other person not you the conversation is you listen they talk and, and the more they talk the more you learn and I've got to learn that I've got to listen more I can use my voice have something of interest to say have an opinion and it's all okay that, that, and that's really where we're going. And this banter back and forward of trigger, of e equality, of enjoying... Actually, we're nearly chomping at the bit to get back in. There's no problem here about content or, or having something to say or having an opinion. It's whether you get to have it, whether you can get back in again, and whether we the other person says, okay, I'm going to take a breath and a drink. You're back on. But that's the silo. The si if there's two silos, you're starting to build something. The strange thing is we're all individual silos. We're the silo of one. The relationship piece is where you start joining silos, product to marketing to sales. If, if you're the subject matter expert in your silo, you're the expert on, on you and your personality, on your opinions, on your education, on what you've got to contribute to the center conversation. But go off and find the second. Go off and find the others. Go off and find someone to listen to and have a chat with and have an opinion on a subject other than the score last night, in my opinion. So you're back out of silo if there's more than one, there's two. One of the things that's quite interesting is that as a, a lecturer, um, 
we began to learn that if you went into the classroom with the idea that you were just the font of all knowledge and basically everybody had to just listen to you and blah, 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 then you'd end up with a, a really bad session. If you went in there instead and thought, what am I going to learn from my students today? Then the door becomes open because you have no expectations. You're not anticipating anything. You're not laying down the law. You're actually discovering what they have to bring into this picture. And then you realize that you're now growing as well. And everybody's growing in that kind of process that we're going through. And I think that's something that's very important because a lot of what I've been doing in the past, I have been interviewing people as part of the filmmaking process, and you do get to listen and you're trying to nurture out of the person something. So the silence has become quite useful because as Garvin has found, so he wants to fill those. And so do most of the people that you're interviewing because they kind of go, oh my God, I need to see I carry on saying something. He hasn't reacted. And that's what's going on. You need to react and and uh, because you're giving feedback to the other person to help bring out of them what they want. And I think that's that, that's a good idea if you can echo what they're actually saying back to them in some way and paraphrasing it, because it helps them begin to understand a little bit more about what it is that they've actually just said. And then when they hear it back again, that it kind of triggers other things in their brain and they start to see things with more clarity and they can answer and solve their own problems. Because in, in many ways, I, we can't solve people's problems all the time or any of the time. What we can do is help them open themselves up to possibilities that they hadn't thought about. And that may trigger them to go off and try and solve the problem or have the confidence to feel that they can go in and solve the problem. Because I think quite often that's what the difficulty is, is the person is feeling that they don't know how to solve what's going on uh, and they need some kind of inspiration. And I think this is where this kind of process now, gives them that inspiration to do so. Excuse me. But... Now, what's you're thinking now, the two things now. You're thinking about well, the I, no, no, no. I was thinking two <laughs> things there. One was first of all, people that no, no, this is the me rather than the general. People think there's something wrong now because Garvin is silent. Garvin is listening. There's something gone wrong, horribly wrong. Because 50 years, this didn't happen. It was if Garvin turns up. The volume went up, the speed of conversation went up, not conversation, it's what's he got to say, how long is it going to take, let's give him the airtime because he's going to take it anyway, and when he's finished, we're back into everybody else. But that was the last 50 years. I have an opinion, and that's the royal we everyone's going to know about it it's all about me and that's what i've done for years and years and years now i might be educated i might be an opinion on a piece of consultancy it might be the solution and the answer based on my, my skills and expertise and learnings but it was this is my opinion based on the facts and figures you ask me for you may not have even asked me you're getting it whether you want it or not i've done the work this is the answer this is my opinion and i'm off you know if you don't want to hear it then i shouldn't even be here if you, you know so that was the game and if, if it was entertainment and even friends and family it's there is no silence when there's a burke in the house it just the kids are the same there's it's who's talking when their friends were over and when my friends were over when i was a young child People, when they went to their, their houses, there was, it was, you could hear a pin drop. When you came to ours, the, the, the pure volume and noise, and it was five people talking at each other across, like, across purposes, across the table at levels of volume and speed, and not one of them was on the same conversation. Not one of them was replying to the other. Everybody had their own opinion, and 
everyone was giving it at the same time. So what's happening now is if, if, if I'm there sitting there listening, they're going, what's wrong? What's wrong with you, Garb? You're sad. You know, is there something? And they're going, no, I'm, I'm mindful of you. I'm listening. What have you got to say? And they suddenly realize nothing. I have nothing to say. You are what's... They were here for the trigger. They were here. I was a trigger. They were here for the entertainment, the laugh value. Because you know if they go somewhere else, they can discuss sex, drugs, and rock and roll, the newspaper and the sports. But they come to me, they didn't know what's going to happen every five seconds. They didn't know what the subject was going to be. They didn't know what I found out that day and I was going to regurgitate at them. I was meant to be the improv entertainment now because that was the position I had built for myself over the years. I just didn't know it. I was the entertainment. I was the let's see what this is well we'll we be good for a laugh and then we can go back into our, our own understanding of normality and swapping back and forward of conversation and positioning and because those rules go out the door in the past okay i'm a bit more mindful with the george george has trained me i'm being trained it's other people are important listen more and actually the big word from the listen is the more you listen the more you learn in the absence of the, in the absence of the listen Am I actually learning anything new if I just go and meet people and I just do all the talking? I, there's, I already knew all that before I arrived. Now, admittedly, I, was, I think I was mostly there in the sense of I felt my role was to entertain. And therefore, the talking usually was quite quick-witted. And, you know, it was, it was that type of thing. It wasn't conversational. It was quirky, fast humor you know, entertainment. That was my enjoyment factor of when I go out, I go out to talk, I go out to entertain. It's not I go out to work and inform and educate. Now we pull it back in. I think the inspiration is these, this year has been a journey of inspiration. Yeah, I haven't stopped, I haven't took a breath yet. But that was, <laughs> it's to get to that moment of give George and others airtime. Listen and learn more it should inform an army to entertain even better. And that's, I'm inspired to possibly, potentially, maybe more than likely, listen. Well, what's Every now and again, not so often. What's interesting is that um, you've just reminded me of something my sister said earlier on today. And she, she's been listening to the shows and, and, and you know, just watching what, what we're doing. And she said, you know what? I... I'm being reminded of the Saturday mornings around the, the table when we'd have breakfast as a family and we'd have a discussion. And before we knew it, we'd be having lunchtime and we'd carry on having discussion. And that was our family time. And it, it actually wasn't a battle. It was really good because people were putting across ideas, making suggestions. They were coming up with other little theories. We would then, as a family, be exploring those ideas. And actually, that was it was kind of inspirational because it was leading us to all kinds of possibilities. And one of the things that we discovered was that uh, my dad didn't like politics and he didn't like religion. So my brother was into politics and I got into religion. And that was our way of sort of throwing in a few spanners. That was our rebellion <laughs> within the family. I found it very interesting listening to what you were just saying there about how you, you, you're the one that sort of was always expected to be the one filling in the gaps and, and entertaining everybody. And, and it was almost as though that was the way that you were actually serving people was through, through entertaining them and, and giving them a good laugh and, 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 and filling in the gaps and making sure that nobody else felt awkward. Uh, but it left you kind of in a way 
a little bit impoverished because you weren't getting that chance to actually learn something. So I think maybe hopefully this is where this has given you that kind of inspiration to to realize that you don't have to be the one filling in the gaps all the time. And and I think that's why I'm now able to to fill in some of the little gaps and have a little bit of a nat and a little bit of a, a banter, which at the end at the beginning of of these shows was really part of what I had mentioned to you was that I was hoping that I could find my voice because I needed sometimes to go through things, I listened to a lot of people and a lot of the problems that they would have. And again, part of it is just listening to them to allow them to have a voice. But in the process, I kind of felt that I was losing my voice. I wasn't getting the chance to to let out some of the steam that I might have built up. And I think this is where this is given, not to let off steam, because I don't really want to let off steam, but it's given me a chance to sort of speak about things and get things out. And and then we can come back and listen to those things and start to go, oh, actually, there's a few little things I can do. I can tweak this and I can tweak that. And But again, it's all about, it's not about... Um, now, I'm going to sort of contradict myself a little bit because we've both talk, been talking about the me and the me. And in many ways, the me within us needs to get out because we're trying to actually share the me. Whereas I think maybe me being quiet hasn't allowed me to have a voice. And in, in a funny way, you being the voice everybody expects you to be hasn't allowed you to discover who you were properly because you're filling in an expectation of what other people have been wanting of you and and really taking from you in, in a kind of strange sort of way. Well, That's how again, I'm it's not it. that they've taken. No, there is yeah. something. I, I heard a couple of words. And I, I love these words because me, me, me. I've always been a me, me, me. That's what, I, that, it's actually, it's not even me, me. It could be the meep, meep. It's, it's the roadrunner, but I'm hearing me, me, me. I have always been, I, I, me, 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 I, I. It should be us, others, we. It, it, the royal we is still back to me. And that's what I suppose I've been greedy with it all my life. It's always, always ever been about me. And it's like you said, if you make it more about others, then you will get more. And but I never, I never aligned with that equation. I never knew about that equation. To, actually, I think there, funnily enough, today's little saying: "In helping others, we shall help ourselves. For whatever good we give out completes the circle and comes back to us. So the more you give, the more you get." If you pay it forward, it will come back 10x. It, it, and this is the weird thing. The more you listen, the more you learn, the more you grow. And, and therefore, if this is the me without that interaction and without the giving, we are dangerous. Because if we start becoming the 10x, if we start becoming the learner and the listener, then the, the, the stars and the moon is just a stepping stone to the universe. It's actually everything is attainable. Nothing is unreachable. The blocks the whole time was only ever ourselves. It was only ever the disbelief. Or actually, I think one of the things you touched on there a few minutes ago was my expectations was if I didn't know it already without having learned it, it wasn't worth learning or I couldn't do it. Whereas that was madness. And it's the same with my son. It's, we don't have, I don't have to play the guitar. Well, how could you expect it? I don't have a guitar. I don't, I've never opened a book. I don't know. I haven't learned the rules. Why would there be an expectation that you're a bad guitar player or you can't learn the guitar? If you don't actually get the bits, put them in the right order, get, learn the rules, put in some exercise, repetition, and time and energy and effort, 
then when you can't play the guitar, then I'd understand that, yeah, you're just rubbish. You just didn't have the knack. You didn't have the finger coordination. You couldn't retain the, 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 the mats, whatever it is. But going forward, it's the me, me, me is, should, has to be a wee, wee, wee. I think it's not, not, you turn the M's upside down. Wee, wee, wee going forward all the way home is a little piggies. I don't, I don't know where that came from. But at the same time, they kept the wolf at bay. And they, they by going and teach other's house under the final one, they were in the brick house. They were able to be more than the sum of the parts. They were able to stand up to the to the wolf. And, and therefore, we're going to stand up to the wolf. We're going to you know, group together. It's it's out of the silos into a we with relationships to be all the subject matter experts in your own little silo of world. But when you join the parts together, you can become a formidable anything, an unstoppable force that can take on the world and the universe, or at least try to. It doesn't need to achieve all of the above. It just, as we said, needs to start. And the hardest thing, I think, is an eye trying to start on its own doesn't will give up quick doesn't know where to go has hasn't got that motivation we that it needs and it's that if we're all stuck in silos now at home because of the lockdowns again it's to reach out with the tech that's there get into these relationship forums join with your friends and your zoom calls and all the rest of it and take on the world and have those conversations don't talk about the drinking parties you can have the ideations you can have the the, the 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 motivations and you can have the inspirations why that's what you need to be doing you need to find some more ways and and take them on a, on new journeys and that's where we're going now one last round because I, the last question it was two things now the, the second bit was un, unbeknownst to ourselves where I was in the past trying to be the laziest fecker on the planet to do no again was my my route to market was if you can get a lazy person to do a job, they will find the easiest and fastest way and most efficient way to do it. And then they will save the rest of the time for themselves. Now, I was that person. So therefore I would figure out the quickest, the best, and then I will do the least after that because I've got the minimum ask. Therefore, I should be on to the next one. No, I've got the minimum ask. That will do. That's what you asked for. Now that time is back to me. That's mine. It's not to spend on you again because you've you've asked for the solution, not to keep on giving you the hour. It's not the hour. You know, so with ourselves in our inspirational journey of the last year, if you went back in time and figured out what we were going to do in terms of workload or effort or what might be involved in it, we were saying we're tired individuals of the past doing lots of work and lots of hours. And now I find myself with twice the amount of jobs that I had before, but I'm inspired to do them. I want to do them. It, the, we're, every time we create, we're creating more and more work, but the work is the effort to fulfill the inspiration, creation, ideation. It's we want the work is required to, to manifest, uh, manifest what we were inspired to do. And therefore, I feel very inspired. And I, I every single day we're coming up with more and more to do. Not more and more work, but more and more creativity. We ha can't turn off the bloody flow. So that's where I find myself at the moment. I think George is in a similar state. There's plenty of work, more to do. One of the things that's quite interesting is I think what's very important is that you need to find someone that's not 
the same as you. You need to find someone that's the opposite to you. Now, one of the things that's really quite good there was Garvin was saying that if if, if he could find the, the most efficient way of achieving something, he would do because he said that he was a lazy person. Now, what's really fantastic is to have someone like Garvin, who I don't think is a lazy person, but to have someone that looks at things in that perspective, when you're coming from my perspective, who tends to feel that you're you're always being asked to do the the bulk of the work, and you end up real grafting to try and do stuff, and you you actually can get to the point where you don't know when to stop. You need a Garvin to tell you when to stop, because that's the motivation that's going on here. Because we now have a, a collaboration that's going on that. I'm constantly being told, George, stop, stop, stop. And I actually now are getting the breaks that I actually need to keep on going to be able to replenish myself, which I think is a really, really good thing. Whereas I've worked in an industry that will actually burn you out and then chuck you out because you've been sort of so drained of all your energies. Whereas now I'm finding that I'm getting a chance to do exercises in the morning and I'm getting a chance to stimulate my brain at the same time as I do my cycling uh, on the exercise bike and I watch a video that inspires me and that motivates me to go on to do stuff the rest of the day. I'm working longer in one sense, but I don't feel that I am because I'm enjoying the processes I'm going through and I actually feel satisfied satisfied at the other end of the day, which I think is a fantastic way to, to feel. So it is important that you find someone that, that is an opposite to you, that you, in your collaboration, you bring each of your extremes into a, a, a middle flow that helps you both benefit from that process that you're going through. And I think we're discovering that that's what's happening with us. And I don't think I've actually enjoyed the working I've been doing as much as I've been enjoying what I'm doing at the moment as I have when we've been doing what we're doing with Garvin. And that's during a lockdown period as well, which I think is fantastic. So <laughs> we're going to have to come to a close no, here. there's... <laughs> I heard a couple of little things and the thing, the weird thing is, is it's all about if you're joining dots, bring the difference. Bring two difference together. Don't bring two sames because two sames are just the same thing again. And then they're just going to be fighting for the louder voice of no one's bringing anything new to the game. That's in my opinion. As they you said, cancel so each other out. It's all about the... Exactly. It's, it's, or no, they're just building on the same silo. That, that's the problem. There's no point in having six cameramen. You know, if there's no, if there's no, if there's no cinematographer, no boom operator, no cast, no crew, no clue, no invest. I mean, no, it's one is enough. If you need more resource of that, then that's fine. But you have to get the other bits first, then double up. Then you're just growing. You're growing because of capacity. But in terms of the, the smallest number is not one. The smaller, the smallest number is two. Because you need a different you. Yeah, and then the sum of the two is actually usually a higher sum of the parts. Two, one plus one is three. That's the, the, the number we're looking for. It's because there's the two extreme bipolar opposites, which will be much of the same. There's two differences in the middle that join that become more than one. And therefore, those two people in that order, as us as a couple, as an example, we're covering six and seven different silos of marketing, branding, accounting, you know, HR, IT, technology, production, you know, editing. You know, it's just, it's not, we're not coming from a silo of one. 
we, we've come from, you know, we're joining much more and we recognize if we want to build something behind us, what each of those individuals' roles to manage their silo looks like, what their roles and responsibilities will be, what they need to bring to the game to own the silo. That's what a subject matter expert is. We will be hiring the silo owners and then they are responsible for delivering on the capacity or the output of what that silo is. But in terms of just individuals, you know, we're all silos of our own personality. We don't want to keep on meeting the same personality walking in the door. We want to meet a different personality and go make friends and find the common ground. We're not trying to change the personality. We're not trying to change those opinions. That's what the battle the battle conversations are about, is you'll win one day, I'll win the next, because it'll be based on argument of something or other facts and figures thrown in to stack up and pack up and rack up. It's like public speaking. It's someone has to win the day, but not necessarily the war. You know, it's well, the war is got to be kept on fighting because otherwise you're dead. So the war, the, the war we're going off to fight is, is conversation battles. And we want to keep on entertaining and informing and educating and meeting new personalities and winning them over. And, and when you win them over, you've gone and made friends and influenced people and potentially have been left with a relationship worthy of moving into the future with. So I found a new friend, a new comrade at arms. I have a new relationship that wasn't there before. We're in constant battle, a constant war. We're taking no prisoners. We'll see you soon. Thanks a lot. And bye for now. <laughs> Do what it says on the tin. Follow and share.